G'day everybody, Peps and J-Dog here. We're back again for another huge round of football talk here on Lace Out. Round 18 in the books. It's all happening on the field. It's all happening off the field. And it's all happening here on the number one AFL podcast. Three red phones, loud and clear. J-Dog, great to have you here again, my friend. Jamie Wallace, the co-host with the most. How are you, sir? Peps, I am very, very well. What a what a large, 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 extra large week of football news that we have. Absolutely uneventful, I would say. Like we were struggling to get any news on or off the field for this round. The amount of work that's gone into trying to get tonight's episode put together, I would say we were struggling for topics. And then just as you think, we've got nothing to talk about. Those five letters, C-O-V-I-D, hits us big time. States are shutting down. The game could be shutting down. Teams are shutting down on and off the field. It is all happening, and we're going to talk about it tonight. But before we do so, everybody joining us, thank you very, very much. We can't have a show without you. So once again, if you're joining us for the first time, I'm Chris Pepper, the 377-game superstar of the East Keeler Football Club. And the co-host with the most, the uh, Jaden Stevenson's daddy, even called himself C. Judd's long-lost twin brother. That's the co-host with the most, my bald-headed buddy, Jamie Wallace, taking you through all the news and reviews from the weekend. And uh, Thank you, Peps. Hello, everyone out there. Peps, why don't you tell the listeners and the watchers and those uh, joining us for the first time, what have we got on the show tonight? We are chocker blocker. Let's just say we're going to go through the wrap-up of the weekend and all the big news to come out of that, as we normally do. We've got the ladder. We're going to have a chat about the movers and the shakers there. We're going to be spinning the magnets. The rising star's been announced for this week as well, so we'll go into him. And I'll tell you what, it was a little bit of a smoky, and I've got a bit of a thing to ask you about the rising star when it gets to the later rounds. Mm-hmm. We're going to go around the grounds with the news and uh, reviews that we spoke about and all COVID-related because that is massive. We're going to splash the cash, give you some contract updates, injury updates. We've got the listener question, and we're going to tell you what game we're going to be looking forward to. That's all, and we're going to pack that in to almost 60 minutes of talk back action. So I think it's time to get into it. Before we do, so how'd you spend the weekend, j Dog? Peps, like most of Melbourne and most of Australia now, um, locked inside the house with a lot of baking with our young little two-year-old Huxley boy. Peps, yep. I don't know about you, but I'm finding hundreds and thousands in every corner of the house at the moment because you take his little cake for a walk, all of a sudden there's a little pile of hundred thousands there, little pile over there. Did you ever do decorating with your kids making cakes? Still do, my friend. I still do. And, yes, my kids are 12 and 10 and they love to bake. But, you know, what's interesting I'm finding, I'm finding a lot of yogurt packets around the house at the moment, those squeezable yogurt packets. It's amazing where you can find those cupboards, underwear drawers, you name it, (laughs) they're there. Hey, Peps, what did you do on the weekend? What did I do? I I watched half a game of football. Mm -hmm. I got my two points worth and then absolutely cracked it after I watched my team do what they normally do. We're playing a bottom four team, so it either had to be a draw or a loss. We got the two points, so we've got to be happy with that. Uh, But besides (laughs) that, there really wasn't else much more to do. I watched a few games of footy, some cracking, cracking results. And there's a couple of teams down the bottom at the moment that are pulling results out that just puts a smile on your face. It's a different type of footy that what's being played at the top. And they're yep. having a crack. And I just love teams that are having a crack and there's plenty of them at the moment. And there's ones that just should pack up shop now and just start trading and get ready for trade week. And you know what? If tanking was an in thing, I'd just tell them to tank. Hey, Peps. Yeah, mate. I started watching a new series over the weekend, Queen What'd of the watch? South. Good show? Real good. Real oh. good. If you like your little bit of a drug cartel business going on, Pepsi, that is what you want to get onto that show there. Well, we've spoken a little bit about a cartel, the AFL cartel, recently in uh, episodes. If you haven't read the book, The Boys Club, my goodness gracious, absolute cracker. And have a listen to my interview with Mick Warner if you haven't done so. Big Trev, my dad got on it on the weekend and reckon it was the best interview he heard on a podcast all week. Very good. And uh, hello to our listeners who have joined us. We've got Ryan Noonan, uh, Faisal Mahmoud and Charlie Keegan. Oh, Moomoo. I work with Moomoo, and he is an absolute legend. First time on the chat, and no doubt he'll be getting into me tomorrow about it. So good to have everybody on board. I'm already getting a bit of what's going on with the Ds, the doggies. You're going to watch the game. You know what? We're going to talk all about that, but I think it's time to get straight into it. I think the first thing that we need to do is have a look at the ladder because there is a bit of movement 
and there is a bit of shaking going on. So let's have a look at it. Mm. Rightio, by the skin of their teeth, Melbourne are still on top, two points clear of the Doggies. And due to the COVID changes, we're going to be putting this game to this weekend. It was supposed to be played next weekend, but they're bringing it forward a week, so one versus two. Yeah. Geelong cemented their position in the top three. Port Adelaide, um, I think we're going to talk about the other mob as well too, but you literally put out the worst team you have in four years and still somehow managed to get a win. <laughs> I picked this one. I picked it. On tipped out, Brisbane would lose. No Hipwood, no Brisbane. They're on the slide. Sydney, yeah, wow. my goodness. Are they are they are they smokies? Because oh. every time you think that they're just gonna slide, they just keep flying. Wet toast. Well, they're wet toast. Essendon, they're finally in. Lots of Essendon supporters will be watching this, listening to this, going, go the bombers, the baby bombers of 93. Get over it. It's only going to happen once. <laughs> okay. Just get over it. Right, it's Rutten's rookies, if you want to call it. Just don't call it the baby bonners. That's finished. Get over it. Richmond, their season's done. I picked it. They're not going to make the eight. No Dusty, no Richmond. We've been saying it for years, and it's going to happen. Fremantle threw away a golden opportunity on the on the weekend, but mind you, they played an all rampaging Geelong. The Saints are they, are they back to their? Are they back to Saints or are they? Mind you, that game on the weekend between your mob and and or, and St Kilda on the weekend literally was shit Kilda versus poofed Adelaide. It was just <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> right, poofed. You didn't bring anything to the party. Carlton, great win. Love the emotion uh, from Jack Silvani for his his grandfather's passing and just they're playing some good footy. They are a sniff at the moment. They're just one game out. Gold Coast. Love what they brought on the weekend. Collingwood, I love what they didn't bring on the weekend. <laughs> Adelaide, they didn't even turn up on the weekend. Hawthorne, it's 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 the plays, it's the Clarko. And my goodness, North, you might be sitting on the bottom of the ladder, but you're playing better football than probably three or four teams above you. You have been sensational in the last number of weeks. So there's the ladder, mate. Um, Peps. Radio, the, the, yes. Who are the, the, the climbers this week, obviously, were Port Adelaide jumping into fourth spot, the Brisbane Lions. Um could the big sliders this season. We've got West Coast Eagles. They jumped back into seventh position. The Bombers got back into the eight. Richmond climbed. Fremantle fell, Peps. St. Kilda fell. GWS fell. Yikes. Yikes. Oh, look, it, there's just it, – there's, it's literally, like I said, the, the Melbourne Cup field. There's mm. a random – what, 3,200-metre race? It's probably – 800 metres, mate, and they're just jostling for position just to get that final run home. And, and you know, the front runners are just – they've, they've already got their spot. They're happy. Peps, but it's any, anybody – I'm telling you now, anybody from – I reckon from Carlton up. Okay. And that's probably putting it lightly. But that saying, Carlton have actually got a fairly good percentage. St Kilda, even though they've got a game in, in hand, their percentage is too far back. Richmond have got a good percentage, beaten by Essendon's percentage. So there's teams there that are going to have to win two games. I think Essendon and Richmond have that buffer. Even if they lose a game, they've got that percentage in hand, which makes a massive deal going into the last number of weeks. So I think it's it's either going to be Essendon, Richmond, Fremantle, St Kilda. I can't see GWS. They're up and down like yo-yos, up and down like a bride's nighty. And Carlton, well, we might be smelling what they've been brewing. Maybe I think they've left their runner a little bit too late. All right. I'll ask my obligatory question every week, Peps. Yep. Top four set, or is there still six who can make the top four? I would say I would say the top four is set. Mm-hmm. The only one I can see potentially dropping out is my mob. Out of the top four? Yeah. They've right, got the doggies. Man. They've got the Doggies, Gold Coast, Adelaide, West Coast, and Geelong. Fair enough. And bottom four, Peps, who do you like out of the bottom four teams? I love North. North, okay. I love North. Yep. North are playing better football than a team sitting at uh, 67% and 14 points. They played some really good football, and they were close on the weekend. They pushed Essendon right to the brink, Yeah. and Essendon just ran over around them in the last, uh, last quarter. So, yeah, I, I think... I think St Kilda are going to fall. I think North will climb. They've got a good midfield starting to set things up. Yeah, I'm I'm liking it. <laughs> I'm liking it at the moment. But yeah, I reckon my yep. team's a bit, bit dicey. Oh, okay. Depending on what happens, they have to beat Gold Coast and they have to beat Adelaide. A Gold Coast or Adelaide in the bottom four? 
No. So they'll beat Gold Coast. Right, Adelaide. Adelaide is 16th. All right. So there's the ladder, mate. Um, I like alrighty. it. Let's have a couple of chats about these games because there were some games on the weekend I have to quickly ask you about. What happened? Oh, hang on. Games or are we going to do spin the magnets first? Oh, we'll do some spin the magnets. Spin the magnets. Let's get right, that let's done. Spin the magnets. Let me get this graphic off the screen. Right. Spin the magnets time, everybody. Okay. Let's get um, – I reckon we get the votes going first. Let's start off on a higher. We're going at a nice pace tonight, so let's get the votes. Let's start with uh, – Three votes. Three votes. All right. Who have you got, big fella? Peps. I think for three votes for me was, well, you've sort of said it the perfect intro there. Let's talk about the North pressing Essendon. Oh, how good was it? They just, played good, they just played good footy. Yep. They played hard footy. They played a quality game, pressed mm-hmm. them all. They were in front for quite a, quite a lot of that game, and I just think they ran out of petrol tickets at the end. Yeah. The package delivered again, which it did. You know, must be coming up to his contract. <laughs> he must be on the brink of maybe getting that fourth, so he's just putting in a bit of extra effort. But it's okay, Eston supporters, because once he gets that contract, you'll see nothing from him from the next three years. Well, we can sort of we could talk about Eston and Carlton almost in oh, sorry, Eston Carlton North and Carlton in the same perspective because you know with teams that are developing when they get close to a win, they start to shirk their kicks, they start to go wide, wide, wide boundary, 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 fall. Yep. Those two teams at the moment have been instructed to take it on, go through the middle, take that little side kick to lose? on. I know, but I'm saying it's great to see a young team or a team at the bottom is prepared to keep taking that centre kick on. It was interesting they were asking on the couch last night why Melbourne haven't been playing well against bottom teams. And they simply went along the lines of, okay, top-end teams play against each other, your style versus our style. Bottom teams Mm -hmm. go, we can't compete with that, so let's just go man-on-man and just try and negate them and put pressure on and you see what happens. So it's going to be interesting to sort of see what happens in finals time, whether they do a bit of a hybrid of that, just make the back lines more accountable. But but the bottom teams are just going, oh, you know what, what have we got to lose? We're at the bottom of the ladder. We're not going to make it. Let's just try and give our supporters something and just go, just freewheel it. Yeah. And the, and, the, and the way that David Noble's turned that North Melbourne team around, they've got some cracking kids coming through. Mm-hmm. And you reckon Jaden Stevenson, we keep saying it every week, do you reckon Jaden Stevenson is just sitting back going, all right, they got rid of me, but I think I've actually joined a club that actually wants me here? Yep, 30 possessions, goals, assists, everything. He's doing it all. Yep. And you know what? Here's the thing. Like, Jazz Ruboy just throw up a message. He says, we're on the bottom, bro. Okay? Yeah, you're on the bottom, but you're playing good footy. You're having a crack, mate. Don't put your team down. You've got to be happy with what you've delivered probably in the second – I can't say second two-thirds, but the two-thirds of the season back end, the first six weeks were putrid. Look, as a pure – Observe it into North Melbourne, not into it like 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 Jazzy is obviously there, but you literally torched your list. No more hmm. than eight months ago. Torched eight months ago, you torched your list. You said out with everyone. Yep. You're not doing too bad. Oh mate, I love them. Yeah. You're not playing bad. <laughs> Whose position would you rather be in at the moment? Would you rather be in Adelaide's position or North Melbourne's position? Uh at least North are losing, but they're playing well. Adelaide are all over the shop at the moment. Buzz Lightyear said, probably said it best, when you're falling with style. And that's what they're doing. They're falling, <laughs> but they're doing it with style. You know what? And you're saying that you're 16 players out. Well, that's because you delisted 16 of them at the start of the year. <laughs> I can understand that. I think they'll be better for the run North. I think it was the year that they had to have. And what a lot of other clubs should do is just, okay, we chop the fat. And we move on. And a lot of clubs haven't done that. And they sort of sit around that mid-tier realm for quite a while. So, yeah, it was a ballsy move that they made last year. And for Noble to come in and do what he's done, um, yeah, really happy with it. So, yeah, you should be should be pretty happy with it. But mind you, Adelaide are tanking so they can get the first draft pick in the way. Peps. Yep. Another thing I'm really enjoying, um, well, enjoying or, yeah, I'll go with that word. Just Is that okay? It. Of course you can say enjoying. Okay. The players' flexibility around COVID at the moment has been amazing. Can you imagine in that environment what it would be like? How would you be Adelaide and Port Adelaide, literally turning up to work and saying, guys, pack up your stuff, we're nicking off down to Melbourne? Yeah, and we'll talk about that later on as well. They've got to be so flexible. And, you know, if you're a single bloke, yeah, you know what, so be it. But when you've got family, 
and it is girlfriends. And if if, if you're an Adelaide boy and you've, you've you're safe and you, it's tough to just pick up and move. And it's not as if you're going for you know a weekend away where you can get on the beers and Andrew style. You can't go anywhere. You're locked down in your hotel room. Yeah, and also Sydney, so GWS and oh. and Sydney Swans. They're copping a big time. Well, it's yep. New South Wales' fault because if they'd locked their borders down first and foremost, sorry, New South Wales people, but if you'd, lock, <laughs> if you'd actually run the lockdown, lockdown instead of trust, we probably wouldn't have been in this issue. But it's happened. We've got to live with it. We've got to move on. All right? But, mm. yeah, they've been really flexible and they do give a bit of a um, – they should deserve a bit of a pat on the back. Um, yep. Yeah, they earn lots of money. We get that. But, you know. Yeah. And, the, AF, and the, the AFL as well for having to – being able to be – Constantly moving the season. Yep. Oh, constantly moving. And the weird thing about it is, is that you know there is a there is a chance that this week might not go ahead. Some of the talk coming out of it is that Sydney and GWS were fine if we could just have a pause for this weekend because of all the uncertainty going on. The yeah. AFL want to try and get as many games done as they can because they don't know how much worse it's going to get. They're losing millions of dollars, mind you. Yep. You don't pay tax, so get over it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and the other thing is they're just they're just trying to get the games going. So they've brought games for next week forward. They're going to flip them again the week over, which is actually okay. Yeah. Not bad. Apparently there's been seven games at the MCG and Marvel all year. That can't be right, can it? it sounds like we Blake should Wall, have more what are than you that. Saying? Yeah, I think Blake Wall, you, you, you're giving us stats, mate. I'm not too sure. You might want to check that. Uh, but Adam Kingsley apparently will be coaching Collingwood next year. And Dusty, <laughs> look, we know that there's no Richmond when there's no Dusty, but we know you're listening to Lace Out or watching this right now. All the best. you know, All about your health. You've just got to make sure that you get on board because Richmond players are struggling. That's mm-hmm. it. And it's tough. Sorry, the Bombers have only had seven games uh, at the MCG or Marvel all year. That's, yeah, that's, that's tough. That's all right. Tough. Last little one for the three votes, Peps. Yeah, mate. I almost, almost lumped this in with the other teams, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, is it well? Is it, is it Melbourne's? Is it Melbourne's failure, or is it Hawthorne's success? What the draw? Yeah, probably more of. I'd say a bit of both. I'd probably say more. I'd probably say more Hawthorne. They literally didn't have their back line in, and they just played. They just wanted it more. Yeah, uh, that's all I'll say. Melbourne should have been Melbourne. First of all, should have been more than five goals up at halftime. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Didn't do that. Yeah. And they should have won it in the last three minutes, four minutes. Couple of set shots, Brayshaw, and I think yeah. Pickett was the other one. They should have, yeah. should have iced those. Too many missed set shots, and then you know, stuff that they've been doing all year is just playing down the clock, kicking. To, they 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 almost panicked. Mm. Um, and so hopefully they draw something out of that because there was plenty of targets that they could have hit, and it wasn't just made by rookies. It was made by uh, experts as well too, You know, yep. people who have been around for a while. On top of that one, uh, Hawthorne, though, they just looked like they wanted it more. Mm-hmm. Tom Mitchell probably had his best game for the season, 30-plus again. It was the 600-plus metres that he gained. Yep. If you have a look at Tom Mitchell's stats, normally he doesn't do that, more handballs and kicks. Get yeah. the hell out of it a lot more. Warple was back. Yeah, they just they just played a better brand of footy, and yeah. they moved it fast, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, we won't, we won't play like that against the dogs this week. The dogs will play their brand. We'll play our brand. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be a tough one. I don't think. I think the the D's get themselves up for the big games, and it just mm. wasn't okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's 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 chuck but, yeah, on. Yeah, well, I played Hawthorne. Let yeah. Well, let's chuck on. Let's chuck on Peps. Yeah. A bit of Barassi. Do you have oh, him there? Get, I've got him here. What was that, Barass? Haley off. Ellingworth on. Bloody weakest piss. Peps. Love you, Barass. Yeah, mate. Just when you think a team is playing for their life in the eight with nothing to lose and the other team puts out the worst team ever in the history of the AFL... They choked. And, of course, I'm talking about Shit Kilda. Oh, Shit Kilda is back. Home ground shit advantage. Shit Kilda is back. Nothing holding them back. They had basically the Rowan and Marshall show. Port Adelaide had nothing. We went out. We were 
We went out on the streets before the game begging, giving away jumpers. <laughs> you were giving and away players. They still choked. My Everything to play just... for and they choked. Can I say, I started what I was watching a fair bit of this game. As a future game. And I actually sent out a tweet that that the the stadium, Marvel Stadium, had been identified as a tier one uh site. <laughs> St Kilda and Port Adelaide have uh, been affected by absolutely shit football. Yeah. And it was true. It was they couldn't they would have been asking people to leave. They would have been asking for refunds halfway through that second quarter. It was just awful footy. Mm. And no matter how many cheers the AFL, I reckon they had, even if there was a crowd there, Channel 7 still would have had to put cheers over the top. It was that bad. Oh, it was a bad game. It was bad. At at, at halftime, when you're looking at a thunderous scoreline of three goals, 5.23 to four goals, (laughs) 6.30. And they were crap goals too. They weren't even like a good link play. No, there was a couple of Joe the Gooses. There was a couple of righteous bounces that just happened to sneak through. But St Kilda went back into their old ways. We've got Marshall. We've got Ryder. We should take it. They were, no. And then to top that off, you got the poor St. Kilda bloke, Ryan Marshall's not going to be able to play for the next couple of weeks because he has now got COVID and will be isolated for 14 days. Tier one, tier one site. Tier one site for shit football by shit Kilda and <laughs> Adelaide. Are you the worst top four team going around at the moment? Yeah. Do, do, do you look at yourselves and think, <laughs> how the hell is Port Adelaide fourth? I just love the fact that we... The, somehow we are fourth with the worst list running around at the moment. I don't, I don't know if we, I don't know if Ken's a genius. I don't know if the rest of the AFL are, 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 are trying to prank me. Is Ashton Kutcher around the corner, Peps? I have no idea. But somehow our team is fourth. All right, I know what it is, Jamie. Here's the answer. You're the re, you're the reverse Melbourne. You beat everybody <laughs> out of the eight and get pumped by everybody in it. We beat everybody in the eight and you get pumped. We get it's, pumped by everybody outside. That's what I get. But yes, I think reverse um, flash with a reverse flash. Yeah, the reverse flash. I reckon if anybody here was constipated, <sighs> you could have watched that game and oh, it would have cleaned your bowels out completely. Hey, Peps, silver lining. Oh, maybe that game was that game was supposed to be a Saturday night game. <laughs> Can you imagine? Do you, you know, you know, you know what it would have been like if that, if that, you know that, you know that night every year where everybody turns off their power to save electricity. That's Good Friday when North Melbourne play. No, when I think it's called, you know, um, Earth Night, Earth Day, or whatever it is. They just yeah, turn yeah, all yeah. that. Literally would have occurred. Everybody would have turned their TVs off and say, "Kids, let's go play Uno." <laughs> they would not have made a dollar. Off that game, if exactly. that was in prime time. Imagine, imagine if St Kilda played that game. They lost the way they did. The game was as putrid it was. Everyone going, why are we giving St Kilda another Saturday night? Thank you. You should be thanking Port Adelaide mm-hmm. because we just saved you from that from that circus. Yep, yep. Now, they, and look, and, and Charlie Keegan's made a great point here. He goes, you know, hey, now the Bombers are in the eight and the power pumped them. No, that, that's a fair point. Yep. Who else have you lost to this year, Jamie? Hey, we beat Sydney. I don't know why people forget that Sydney win we had. We're, we're, yep. we're one top, one yep. top team. That's and it. Did, did you lose to Adelaide? Uh, no. Did you lose to Hawthorne? No, no. Did you lose to GWS? Uh, no. Did you, did you lose to Carlton? Yeah, we uh, did. No, did you? Did you, did you? Yeah, we did. <laughs> did you lose to Carlton? No. Jamie, you're just saying no to everyone, aren't you? Did you lose to Fremantle? No, we beat teams. Hold on a second. Who who have you lost to this year if you keep saying no to all my questions right now? Just top eight teams. We just can't top beat top eight teams. We just can't beat top eight. You just can't beat top eight teams. Yeah, mate. Another wonderful occasion of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Collingwood's collapse in the fourth quarter. Nothing better. <laughs> Nothing better. <laughs> Oh, have you seen the footage they showed tonight uh, and the highlights of just Carlton's pressure and they just kept pushing Collingwood back, back? The only thing that was missing from that footage was an overlay of the Benny Hill theme song. 
I thought it, the, the, it, were, it, would, it was perfect. If they're just putting the pressure on them and they're just going yeah. back and back and fumbly and back, and if there was a bit of behind it. I thought. Beautiful. It was I thought gorgeous. with Buckley gone, Collingwood were going to stop playing the, the, the chippy around the back game. Well, no, obviously, they're not. Obviously not. not. All. No, they're, they're, they're not. They're not. Oh, God. No, That's they good. Were, they were putrid. 40. Well, good on you, Carlton. Loved it. Eight goals in the Absolutely end or something, seven goals? Uh, I think it was six six goals to three points last quarter, something oh, on those lines. That's good. That's good. Oh, there's nothing better, is there? Um, Peps, one more, one, I love one it. more Peps. I think you and I have an agreement on this one here. Um, Blakey, just get a big dog up you, Collingwood. Well, maybe they should get a big dog up them because they need to get something up them because they whatever they haven't got up them at the moment ain't working. Um, GWS failure, Peps. And it's just another week. It's just another week. Mm. Just another week. What do you mean by that, Peps? Well, it happens every time, mate. Whenever you get in, whenever the Ferrari gets, you know, up at the front of the grid, they fall over. And no. then when they get pushed down the back of the grid, they fall. They over. had it. They had it. They, they were thirty. The, they they were six goals up. They could have been in the eight. Right that's now. That's why. That's why they won't make the eight. And I think Leon Cameron needs to move on. They could be right there, no, Peps. That's, there's something that has to happen there because they can't keep doing that. They cannot do that at all. Just keep going with it. It's a disgrace. <laughs> it's a disgrace. I love Peps. You and I, 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 you and I have said we've been hand on heart. We've been strong with what we've been saying yeah. that the Gold Coast Suns will win a premiership before GWS, and it's going to happen. You, you look at that crop of young kids, and normally it's this stage of the year. What happens is we know that GWS, sorry, Gold Coast, fall off their perch completely. Mm. They're playing good footy at the moment. They're playing for each other. They seem to be playing for their coach. They pressed um, the Western Bulldogs beautifully all all game last week and just got pipped towards the end, 18 points. But they were good. Tuke Miller, I can't keep praising this guy. Oh, yeah. He's He's got to be All-Australian, mate. For sure. He has to be an All-Australian, at least in the squad. Give him yep. something because he deserves it. If he, doesn't, if he doesn't get it, Dusty does. The AFL, the whole Australian team is a farce. If that nice. occurs. Okay, that's right. All right. Peps, it's time to talk about it. Time, we're talking about young players. Let's talk about the Rising Star nominee for this week. Take it Let's away. Let's have a look at the Rising Star. And the Rising Star this week is Jeremy Sharp from the Gold Coast. And my good, was he slicing and dicing up the doggies on the weekend? Sixth game, the young 19-year-old racked up 30 disposals, took a game-high 10 marks in their valiant effort against the Dogs. Uh, He was taken by the Suns' pick 27 a couple of years ago, 2019. Debuted last year, but only managed one game for the rest of the season, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. Um, But since he's come back this year, he's averaging 21 and a bit disposals and six marks a game, and he's recently been recently... Uh, signed up by the Suns until 2023, so another couple of years too. And that's what I'm saying. There's a guy who's committing. He's get yeah, snaps and claps and Jesse James and back in the holster for you, my friend. But, yeah, it's good to see because, you know, it's it's people like him. I keep saying it, the Rowles. It's going to be the uh, the Ben Kings. It's going to be the Lacocious Andersons. These guys that you need to build it all around. Apparently they're going for Rory Lobb as part of a, a bit of a deal. Mm. Only thing I'd say to that is don't throw, I keep saying, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and put all your chips in. Think about it a little bit. Don't pay overs when you want to try and get. um, Don't do Carlton. Don't do a Carlton. Don't do a Carlton. They're going to do it again apparently this year with Chera. How good is that going to be? Yeah. And Tommy Roker's just said the Suns spent pick 11 to trade up for Sharp. So they knew that there was something there. So good work, Suns. I think, very, I think they're, they're going all right at the moment. They're, they're, they're not the worst out there. All right, Peps, it's time to talk about it. All right, oh. it's around the grounds, around the grounds. And we know when we get to around the grounds, there's only one person, and that's the newsbreaker, the news hound. Oh, Peps, here Take it is. us through this, mate. Take us through this. We're all back to yeah. remote learning. I feel like we're back in the same spot. So the COVID... Delta variant, bloody Lombarda variant, all those variants are no, on the... No, it's the Sachin Tenduka variant. 
on the AFL doorstep. So once again, the um, we all probably got the messages over the weekend from our mates. The Sydney Derby was in a complete chaos as a reported 14 Giants and six Swans players and staff attended a rugby match and had to isolate immediate, uh, immediately from that because it's now been listed as a Tier 1 site. Toby Green and Matt DeBoer were joining uh, the usual pre-game warm-up when the Greater Western Sydney teammates, when the news landed just over an hour before the first bounce that they wouldn't be allowed to take the field in the Sydney Derby uh, the Sydney players were also warming up with the Suns foot, with the Swans football manager Charlie Gardner receiving a call to explain that Callum Mills, Harry Cunningham, and their medical sub Colin O'Royden would have to be pulled from the lineup. So uh, from that, those five players that attended the Wallabies versus French mat, France match in Melbourne last Tuesday, which the Victorian Health Department has upgraded, sorry, to a Tier Two COVID nineteen exposure site. Um, now, under the Queensland government rules that both clubs are now living under, the five players plus another three players who hadn't been selected for the match and the six, six staff members across the two clubs are now required to isolate for 14 days. So that's up there. Let's also now, while we're just working our way down the eastern seaboard and working across, um, we'll jump to South Australia now. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to isolate for their shit tasting sports. <laughs> uh, which, which teams were that again? What teams was it? Uh, that was Sydney and GWS. Yeah, GWS maybe should watch their own videos if they want to show shit sport because they are putrid. All right, let's talk about South Australia. So the Adelaide Crows and Port Adelaide have both been banned from training until at least Friday unless they were granted an exemption from the South Australian government. Um, now, what we know as of right now um, – Adelaide have gone back into uh, a lockdown as of midnight last night and they recorded five local cases uh, today. The Adelaide Crows and Port Adelaide have both flown into Victoria today to escape the seven-day lockdown announcement in in South Australia earlier today to keep the AFL season alive and have been told and expected to pack for five weeks. Players is that, and is that families as well, or just just players. Players and staff from both clubs are set to board a charter flight from Melbourne. Learning those lockdown news this morning, so they are here in Melbourne, if not of touching down shortly. How both would you clubs... be if you were told that you just had to pack up stumps, Jamie? Sorry to interrupt, but how would yeah, you no, be? you're right. You had to pack up stumps and say, "Jay Dog, you're going to be away for five weeks from your family." Oh, it's a it's a shit. It's a shit realization to keep this COVID season going at the moment. I, I, hand on heart, that would be a super hard decision. Super hard. Any any dad out there, any parent out there, anyone out there leaving their family for five weeks just like that is a really difficult thing to face. And I know we've we've there's some some players who have decided to leave their little hubs and go back to life to support their wives and their partners. And I'm self-supported. it. Well, you know, even to sort of take it one step further, like we've got round 19 at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, just some updates with that. So Port Adelaide are going to be playing Collingwood this weekend mm-hmm. uh, on Friday the 23rd. It's going to start at 7.10 Australian yep. Eastern Standard Time, which apparently could be the time that games are going to start next year. They want them to start a little bit earlier on a Friday night and they finish quite late. That's yep. Bokey's 300th game as well. And it will be played at Marvel Stadium, which as a Victorian venue preferred by Port Adelaide for the match. So hear me mm. out when I say this, right? Mm. And Adelaide versus Hawthorne will remain on Sunday, but will now commence at 7.40 p.m. Okay. And be played at Marvel Stadium in preference of the Adelaide Crows and having regard to venue availability and broadcast and other logistics. Marvel yep. accordingly host a double header on Saturday, mm-hmm. with Carlton versus North Melbourne being played uh, at 145 Australian Eastern. Now, what makes yep. me a little bit peeved with that is didn't Geelong want to play their game against Richmond at GMHBA Stadium, but were told by the AFL, whether it's broadcast rights, whether it's sign deals, all that sort of stuff, it cannot yeah. be done. Yeah. Yet they've got two teams that can choose, even though they're interstate teams, which team, which ground they want to play at, and they've got no issue there. Look, AFL are always going to throw up broadcast this and and, and agreement that, but I completely agree with you, Peps. We have an opportunity to use a 
AFL standard ground in Geelong, why aren't we utilising that resource? No, we're not. It's going to be a massive. It's going to be a massive, massive day of footy. So you've got the Friday because there's no Thursday night this week. Five games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. But at this stage, that's what's going to be. Who's to say we're doing this Tuesday evening by Wednesday afternoon? The whole round could be cancelled. Correct. I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the Victorian updates as well. So we're going yeah. to just jump back over to Victoria. Dogs and oh, St. Kilda. This is, this we is need Bunsy. Big... We need Jane Bun to be taking us through this. And over <laughs> in Victoria. Um, Star Bulldog Josh, uh, Josh Dunkley will be missing for the dogs for at least a week after being forced to enter a 14-day quarantine after visiting a cafe that was a uh, Tier 1 COVID hotspot. Um, also, uh, if we're talking about St. Kilda, they are playing West Coast this week. So St. Kilda defender um, Dara Joyce and Rowan Marshall will not join their teammates ahead of their clash against West Coast in Perth. After visiting the rugby test between Australia and France last week, Marshall and Joyce both went to the precinct um, bar before heading home, which is a Tier 1 COVID hotspot there in Richmond. So that team is also – those two teams are also impacted and – Let's there's put that more? there, Marsh. Uh, hey, there's more. There's more. Well, I mean, that's that's um, a big one. That they're, they're two clubs. Josh Dunkley is is having a great season, and Rowan Marshall. We know what Rowan Marshall's doing this season. So once again, you've got another two clubs that are impacted by it. Let alone staff members, all that stuff that just rolls and rolls on. Um. Anything you want to make a comment there about oh, Pips? Because oh, I've got oh, a, I've got another COVID update. Mate, it just it. I don't know what there is to say. It's 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 really depressing. All right. Well, let's jump you know, in another one then. Whilst we're but here, it's pet- only sport. Like there's a lot of other things hey, going on right. in the world. It's hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. It's only sport. All right. Last thing, Pep. Something I know that you, you and I have arguments because you're a traditionalist. I'm not. A, I'm not afraid with this asking the why not question. COVID safe plans for stadiums due to the Delta um, are currently in discussions amongst state governments, AFL, venues, all those places. So fans could be, um, may be unable to buy food and drink inside stadiums and told to wear masks at all time under the new COVID safe plans being considered due to the spread of that Delta strain. It comes as Victoria's lockdown has been extended until midnight July, uh, midnight July 27, so Tuesday. Um, it got pushed another, another week, as Victorians were known today. Victorians' current outbreak saw spread at the MCG and Amy Park with fans in different bays and even different levels later testing positive concerning the state government. There was also major concerns about how packed in attendees were when queuing up for the Amy Park rugby test. So SEN reports that the, S- that the MCG are working on a new plan after the current lockdown, which could potentially include no food or drink on sale in stadiums, masks to be worn at all times, staggered entry times to avoid queuing, and a bigger spread of uh, seating. Victorian stadiums once saw up to 85% capacity early this year, but that was before the Delta strain became the dominant COVID type in Australia. Um, and the slow federal government roll vaccine rollout and concerns over the Delta's transmissibility make it unlikely um, that this bar will be reached again in 2021. So we're basically bracing ourselves for very low crowds for the remaining of the year based on where we are today. All right. So no food no food or drink in stadiums, don't have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. As long as I can still smuggle in um, some bourbon. Pringles. Pringles and bourbon, that's it. (laughs) Masks to be worn at all times. We wear them all times literally anyway, so there's no issue with that. Mm -hmm. Staggered entry times to avoid queuing. I don't know how they're going to do that. It's like a roll-up call. You come in at 12.20, you come in at 1.20, you come in at 2.20. And what happens if I miss my time slot? You're not going to let me in? Well, I mean, that's – I don't know, perhaps I don't – I don't run the MCG, mate. I'm not saying you're the man, J-Dog. I'm not not the state premier. Well, you – not with that haircut. Um, <laughs> a bigger spread of seating. Okay, then. But the thing is the AFL don't want to spread everybody out or the, the stadiums don't want to spread everybody out because then they don't want to have to pay everybody to be at different uh, different entry points. They don't want to have to play, pay more cleaners to be. 
Okay. I, I, I just, it's, you either, you either do it or you don't. I think they have to do it at least for this year. I honestly don't think you're going to get any more people. Um, <laughs> I don't think we're going to get any, any more people turning up to games for, for home and away games for the rest of the year. Five weeks to go. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Hey, you're a funny man, Buzz. Nice burn, Buzz. Nice burn. Yeah, Buzz. Buzz, Buzz has just burnt me, everybody. Buzz has just come out. Good to see Buzz back. Funny Buzz has joined us tonight. St Kilda lost on the weekend. Uh, staggered entry for Melbourne supporters shouldn't be a problem. That's that's not bad, Buzz. Not bad at all. Yes. Um. So, Peps, I don't know this. I don't see. Period. I don't see an issue with any of these things. Maybe we're going to get to the point where if you want to buy. I know there's people out there who go, oh, you know, meat pie, the footy, the beer, all of that. It may turn some change. people away, Peps, who use it as a bit of a, a bit of a, like I've been once to the MCC with you and there are a lot of people who use the footy as a bit of a catch-up there and have a bar, you know, a bit of a drink and a weekend thing. It might turn those people away. So be it. Okay. Yep. I, I'll oh, I, just think, I just think, you know, Football football supporters copped it big time last year, and they're copping it big time again at the wrong end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not just that local football, local sports, local community. Everything has been shut down. Um, I do karate with my daughter. Can't go to that. I know you do hockey. That's been shut down. A lot of mm-hmm. people live for their local sports. It's not just AFL. Yeah, and it all feeds through to multiple areas. So you've got the local baker that supplies the local football club with the pies. You get the yeah. local bottle shop. It all feeds. It doesn't have to be the big boys that are copying it. Yeah, yeah. Um, hospitality have you know they have their exactly knock ons. Right. MCC hire people, Docklands or whatever it's called, Marvel hire people to do it. Yeah, it's just tough across. But if once again, if it's a sacrifice that we have to make to be getting the season through, I'll put it this way: we all know I barrack from Melbourne. If the entire season got through, and Fingers crossed, Melbourne played in a grand final. Or your team, Port Adelaide, played in a grand final mm-hmm. and they won it and I wasn't there. Yeah, that would suck. But if they won it, I wouldn't care because mm-hmm. I've been able to say that I saw my team win a grand final. Yeah. That, that, I think that's, that's you know, that's in, you know what we would love for it to all be about. So yeah. if we can't go, okay, but we can still enjoy it in other ways. And so I think what the broadcasters are doing there, I know they put a lot of money into it, but they're trying to get as many games over to it. Mm. Um, Buzz, at least we have a big if because the big if you guys making finals, St Kilda, will Pips. be a big won't. So don't. I start just need to give yet. you like a massage. Just calm down. Uh, he's, he's under your skin. He's under my skin tonight. <laughs> he's also <laughs> under me on the ladder as well. <laughs> All right. All right. What good news? Something Pips. about Brad Scott. Tell us some good stuff about Brad Scott. Good news. Good news. So former North Melbourne coach Brad Scott is reportedly firming as a front runner to replace Steve Hocking as the AFL general manager of football operations. Now you've probably been asking, what the hell has Brad Scott been doing since leaving the AFL coaching ranks? Well, he's been working under Steve Hocking's football operations team, working on the rules, the games analysis, the growth as key parts of Brad Scott's portfolio. And he's worked closely with the coaches, players and analysts to ensure that the game remains healthy and sustainable. So he was reporting into the head of the competition management, Rob Ald, and Scott's primarily responsible was for analyzing current and future game trends. So he's already been working with Steve Hocking side-by-side since he left the AFL. Now, in 2019, Scott's last year as an AFL coach, um, he was part of the AFL board, uh, AFL board, AFL teams as well as one of only two coaches who were on um, the committee who met several times to just the state of the game and how to improve it. So after leaving North, Scott had some inquiries from Carlton, St. Kilda, Fremantle, um, and they were all on the lookout for senior coach at the time, but he did settle on this wide-ranging role with the AFL. So nothing is firm just yet, but he has been working very, very closely with Steve Hocking and is very well respected and known within the AFL ranks. Peps, would you mind seeing this or is it just... Just more of a news for you to say, yeah, oh, Brad Scott's been doing that these days. Um, I think, all right, if he comes in, I think that'd be a good idea. I think he's the more bearable of the Scots. <laughs> but as long as he doesn't get influenced by his brother and just keeps completely neutral, I'm fine with that. Okay. Okay, that's, that's my concern. And I reckon every other supporter out there would be as long as Brad doesn't get involved with Chris. Mm-hmm. We're fine. 
Because so Chris Winch is about everything. One could argue that Steve Hocking had the same bias towards Geelong being no, a, it's, a previous it's player. Not about that. I think it's more along the lines of when your actual brother is a coach. Hey, you know, when they're at the family dinner over Christmas, you know, hey, here's your bonbons. What does yours say? What's your dad joke? Yeah. Can you give us a few more preliminary finals at Cattery? <laughs> Look, I, I think he'd be good for it. Yeah. Um, I just want to see some changes again. Like, once again, another week goes past where the whole dropping the ball, holding the ball doesn't make any sense. Go ahead and read the rule. Yeah. You know, I can go ahead and find the rule for dropping the ball and read what the last one says. It is an absolute joke. Okay. Yeah. Talks about uh, they didn't have, as long as they made an attempt but did make contact, that's okay. But you know, it just it this has got to simplify a lot of these things, and I think make some ballsy decisions. Yeah. Like, hey, look, I, 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 I like want to see them kick the ball to themselves again when they run out of the out of the, the goal square, like little yeah, things like I that. I, just that. I don't miss that. I do. I do. I, I think it needs to be because it's just I just run out. Um, so. Peps, I like the fact that we're talking about a recent coach who could be in charge of looking at how the rules work. But, my God, Steve Hawking had a hell of a job and he was freaking resilient. It would have been nice to see him finish it off. Mm. But you know what? You've got to take the opportunity when the – well, they say you've got to strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. And he struck hard. So, yeah, good luck to him. I reckon that would be a great appointment. I reckon yep. it would be a really good appointment for that one. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. That's it well, for the news. Comments. Yeah, just look, an interesting comment just came thing that Mark Evans from the Suns is getting a bit stale, Tommy Roker reckons up there. Oh. Give us Brad Scott as CEO and send Evans back to Melbourne. No, I don't think so. I don't think Buckley's too close out of the game to do it. Um, Mark Evans, I think he's going okay up. You, you need some solidarity up there in, in the Gold Coast, and I think he's going okay. How long has he been up there for? What? Four years, you reckon up there's two yeah, years? Know. Hey, Tommy would, Tommy would know. He's the, he's the, he's the podcast Tommy's, king. Tommy's the sun shines out of Tommy Roker. Let me tell you about that. Hey, um, my friend. Yes. I think it's time to uh, get a bit of Jerry Maguire and splash some cash, okay? I like it. Five years he's been up there. So let's splash some cash. So let me tell you about what's been going on contract-wise. The big ones are coming through. Once again, Jake Stringer, very, very close to be getting his four-year contract. Josh Marnie has said that he wants four. They want to give three. Meet halfway. Make it three. Um, because <laughs> just one of those years he'll be one of, one of those years you'll be useless. So yeah. He's playing some great footy at the moment, so it's gonna make it very, very hard. Asava Ratagalia, the massive unit down there at Geelong, has just signed a two-year contract extension on the on the eve of game at number 50. He's kicked 31 goals in his 49 games. He's been playing some good footy. Here's the thing, though. Is he a ruckman? Is he a centre-half forward? Is he a, a centre-half back? Is he a roving talk? I don't know That's, where to put him at the moment. I don't know fu- where to put him. He's the future. He's the fu- He's just a massive unit. <laughs> he's a big guy. And uh, not just the big guys, you've got the little fellas as well. Cody Waitman, who when he first came on, played a couple of games and then sort of disappeared. Mm-hmm. Come back again, got two extra years at the Bulldogs committing to the end of 2023. That's great news for the little fella because it's one of those little ones that, you know, he's peaking at the right time because he's he's come in, playing some good footies, kicking some bags, kicking some sausages. Mm-hmm. That's what to do. you want to be doing. You just want to, once again, getting toward the end of that contract, just uh, slot a few and you watch. He won't be handballing. He'll, he'll start handballing it now. Won't be as yep. greedy. To get his name up in lights. Rightio, J Dog, it's injury time. Um, so it's good to have a bit of a look at some just some of the key injuries that have come through over the last couple of weeks. Um, so the first thing I want to do is <laughs> All right, let's talk is, about uh, it. Adam yeah. Simpson hopes that the West Coast skipper mm-hmm. Luke Shuey has escaped major damage to his calf and was a precautionary measure to take him off against Adelaide on Sunday. Did they activate their sub, West Coast, on the weekend? Oh, (laughs) why are you asking, Pep? Well, because if they've just taken him off as a precautionary measure, that's not uh, a point to activate your injury sub. Yeah, he was injured. That's the no, rule. No, Jamie. A pre- no, 
That's why I say if you get taken off as the injury sub, you should not be allowed to play the week after. You've got to have a consequence to activating it. I'm sorry. Oh, God. That's not what this rule was designed for. Are we back at and, round zero in 2021? Soon, hey, I want to go to my multicultural my multicultural uh, listeners out there and say that is bullshit, mate. <laughs> what they did was bullshit, okay? Toby McLean, unfortunately, has done his knee again, second time in as many years. Yeah. You know, in a knee reconstruction last year, return to the field. It was going okay and then did it in a training session. I don't think there's anything worse. If you do it in a game, so be it. But doing it at training at the Witten Oval, that's got to be tough. Josh Battle is in doubt to miss the remainder of the season after scans discovered bone stress in his ankle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll meet with a surgeon this week to see if it's all going to come up. But um, they reckon that if he's not going to finish the year, the 22-year-old will be cherry ripe for a, another preseason next year. Yep. Just good. And Lockie Neal, this is the other big one to come out of it, went down with it looks like a shoulder injury. They say he's okay. Yep. Playing Gold Coast this weekend. Mm, I'm not too sure. Could be a bit of a stinger. Yeah. Who's to say? Ducks and Drakes. Will they tape up the other uh, shoulder like the doggies did in that grand final many years ago? <laughs> We're not to know. We're not to know. But look, a few injuries rolling around. There's going to be a few more coming out. Over yep. the next couple of weeks, and here at Lace Out, we'll make sure that did you, we'll let you know Harry about Jones? what's going on with it. Adam, is sure about Harry Jones from Essendon? He's uh, scans no, are oh, scans are revealed. So he missed he missed the clash against North on Sunday, um, and scans revealed that he has suffered a stress reaction in his right foot. So he is likely to miss the rest of the season as well. Oh, it's a shame for the big fella because he's been playing some good footy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to make a massive dent, but they should be getting back Shield very very shortly. Yeah. In the next couple of weeks, hopefully as well too. So yeah, you're not replacing like for like, um, but you know, as I say, pull one cog out of the machine, just replacing with another. Alrighty. Yeah. Hey, let's um, let's get into this uh, as we move into the red time or time on for for our lace out episode tonight. Question of the week, listener question, my friend. What have you got for us this week? Well, we're gonna talk about last week's question as well. Ah, uh, we can. Yeah. All right, let's quickly have just have a look. I do, I do. You're the listener. Do question. have it ready. So, what was your go-to fast food brand, and what was your meal of choice, Peps? Tell you what, I'm I'm bloody proud of people here. So proud. KFC, uh, Mark Pepper, your brother. Oh, I love machine. KFC three-piece feed, all breast pieces, coleslaw. Oh, he's one of those guys who just asks for the. Bits of chicken that he wants. One of those guys, is he, Peps? Peps, I thought you were raised better than that. That's what happens when you're that's what happens when you're when you're a uh, when you're a killer boy. East killer. Um, Wayne McKenzie, Red Rooster, Large Rooster, Roll Meal with Diet Coke and six cheesy nuggets. Diet Coke, obviously, because of his figure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just watching your weight. Yep, I get that. Uh, JD McNair said double quarter pounder meal at Macca's. <sighs> Ethan Brunette, no, he didn't say anything there. Half a pound. Joel Michael, if I get my mortgage refinance, snitch, uh, snits, OMG wrap, otherwise KFC Zinger Box. I've never had snits yet. That's a, that's a little oh, fact well, for you there. It's, it's like the um, the German version of Nando's. I've never had it. Yeah, you can't afford it, mate. You can't afford it. You've got four, you got four houses, <laughs> you know, six mortgages. You can't afford schnitz, mate. Now, any I don't fast, any fast food brand, which is just one word, you can't afford Peps. Nando's. What what is this next one? Tori Vicky Williams has said bun bo uh hue? He? What's that word? Uh um, nom nom. Little extra chili. Is he talking about is he talking about bar, army rolls? Barn me? Maybe a barn me? Yeah, barn me. Is that what you're talking about? I don't even Maybe. know. Yeah, but no, you can't afford Nando's. You can't afford Schnitz. You can't afford <laughs> Nobu. Anything with one word, you're in trouble. KFC, Dirty Bird, you can afford that. Red Rooster, you can afford that. McDonald's, can I afford that? It's got an apostrophe yes because it was Ronald McDonald's. Two words, you can afford that. Grilled because it's not spelled correctly. Can't afford it. <laughs> All One right. word, too much. All right. So there, there are questions from last week. This week here's a little bit more um, COVID and poignant related. I want to take you, I want to take our listeners, Peps, and I want you to imagine that you are the boss of the AFL right now on a Tuesday or Wednesday morning when you're listening to this podcast. With the ever-increasing COVID situation across Australia, what would your next steps be? Would you look at Hub Life in WA? 
Would you continue to have a floating fixture every week? What would you do if you were the AFL, if you were Gil McLaughlin right now or next week? Please, please, please let us know because everyone says, oh, Gil's done this or the AFL's done that. What would you do? What would I do? No. I'd make make St Kilda fold. (laughs) So that's a classic question. What would you do? What would your next steps be if you're the AFL boss right now? Um, just on top of that, what mm-hmm. was your go-to fast food meal? Because we didn't actually give the listeners our fast food choices. Ah, mine. Um, I am partial to KFC, but I am also a so Peps. Hear, hear me out. Oh God. KFC anything fried chicken. I'm in. Anything. I'm also a big fan of Red Rooster chips. Red Rooster chips are better than any other chip out there in the fast food world. Oh, mate, I'll tell you what I'd be going. I'd be going just a bit of Dirty Bird, KFC, oh, Zinger Burger meal. Classic. With three, with three wicked wings. Yeah. Um, if not, I'd go to uh, Red Rooster mm-hmm. and grab myself a, a chicken meal. Mm-hmm. But you get the, the pineapple fritters oh, as well. Oh, the pineapple fritters is good. Hey, pineapple Peps, do you, reckon, do you reckon you could eat a 20-piece family feed from KFC? I reckon, you reckon we should do it? And we'll stream it live. We should actually get a we should get a box of chicken, ten pieces each, and we'll eat it during one of our broadcasts one week. Oh, just the dirty, eating it. We'll have it the Dirty Bird Challenge. We'll just do Who it. Knows. All right, all right. Let's um let's get this into the the last bit of the week, and it's the last bit of the week, meaning it is the round of the week, one week <laughs> at a time. What game are you looking forward to this week? What are you laughing at, Tommy's comment? No, I'm la- I'm laughing at you just getting your words, getting your mouth around the words. Out. Oh, just, it's been a big day on the tools, training people today. But um, which game are you looking forward to round 19 this week? And look, based on some of the performances that we saw last week, mm. um, I've actually got some music to go with this one. Okay. Am I going to start talking you start playing it or am I going to just wait for you? <laughs> All right. Okay, so I'm looking forward to uh, a couple of games coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Definitely looking for the doggies and the D's, top of the table. Can't yep. be, but it wouldn't matter who it is. Top yep. of the table clashes. You've got to love a bit of that. The other one that I'm sort of looking forward to is Carlton versus North. Yep. Carlton keep they're winning, but North are going all right at the moment. Uh, Q clash, not really. I reckon... I reckon Essendon versus Giants might be an all right one. Pick one, Pep. You're worse than my kid. I'll go with the Ds, but not being biased, I'd go with uh, Essendon Giants. Yeah, very good. All right, what about you? Um, Bias, obviously, is Port versus Collingwood because Boca's 300 game and an absolute legend of the club. But for me, Peps, for me, I am interested this week to see the Brisbane Lions versus the Gold Coast Suns. Because you, you picked the Suns it, knock them off. Well, you picked it last week. You said that the Brisbane Lions are going to slide from now, and the Suns are not playing burn football. No Hipwood, no Brizzy. There's no COVID concerns for them. No, no hesitation whatsoever. So, so that's the game I'm looking forward to. And at the moment, as we know, things can flick around at the moment. We we don't know where we are right now with COVID everything. But at 3 o'clock on Saturday, that would be a good game. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be a great game. Look, every week coming now is going into the last five rounds of footy left, all right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be massive what's going to happen over the next number of weeks. Teams struggling to get into the eight. Teams struggling to get a spot in the top four. Normally everything would be locked and loaded by now, but it's just – it's it's a cracking season. Unfortunately, COVID's going to make a massive impact to it, and I think they might even have a bit of a squeeze in the next couple of weeks. I wouldn't mind them – forget about the pre-finals buy. Just go straight into the, just go straight into the finals. Or have a buy now, mm-hmm. try and get past these lockdown stages and then see what they can do. But just get rid of the pre-finals buy. That's what I'd be saying. I like it. All right. Hey, listeners, thank you very much for an amazing week. J-Dog, once again, you have been awesome. Everybody joining us on the chat live tonight, we don't do the show without you guys, and it's amazing. So everybody who's joined in tonight has been absolutely sensational. Thank you very, very much. Just a quick shout out, if you are a graphic designer and you want to help us design a new shirt for Lace Out, just drop us a message on the Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. 
Um, but more importantly, um, we've had a couple of shout outs from a couple of the listeners about getting some printing and a few other bits and pieces done too. So for those who have reached out to Jamie and I, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate every time that you get in contact with us. So look, that's another week, round 19. Join us later in the week because we're going to be having our um, tipped out session and we've been mm -hmm. on fire. Can I just say how, how on fire tipping is at the moment? My 20-month-old niece picked nine on the weekend. <laughs> That's no joke. She picked nine on the weekend, obviously with a little help from dad, but she's leading the footy tipping because she played a joker and got double scores. Love it. Love it. Perfect. But, um, it's also, J-Dog, I've got to ask you the question. It's not just about the footy tips. It's how you love your football. How do you want your footy each week? Peps, I want to lace out. Thanks for a cracking episode, people. Have a great week. We'll see you on Thursday for Tipped Out. See you, listeners. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Ice out.